Hello and welcome to episode 40 of the podcast. I'm Michael. I'm Noe. And we are the Knights of Entertainment, a podcast covering your favorite and unknown comic books, movies, games, anime, and more weekly. We appreciate you being here and hope you enjoy the show. This is what we are covering tonight. We are doing episode two of Blue Mountain State. Craig loses his promise ring in a stripper. That's the title. <laughs> But before we do, like, share, and subscribe to the channel. Uh, you can also follow us on Odyssey, Rumble, um, other stuff. Other stuff as well. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but let's go ahead and get into this. So, if you know, Blue Mountain State, the old show from back in Spike TV, back when you were allowed to be irreverent without fear of being canceled. I guess there's a difference between being, you know, comedically irreverent and just being uh hateful and spiteful right and, then, and nowadays there's a thin line that people keep saying but it's actually more broad than that like you can be you know making fun of stuff and not you know mean like it to be in a, a demeaning or harsh way i mean south park's been doing that for years now right and they keep trying to cancel them all the time <laughs> <laughs> they walk that wide line <laughs> <laughs> so blue mountain state was that just really irreverent uh, comedy show right. about the uh, uh the, the college football team and they're at they're they're the football players and pretty much their little exploits throughout the uh the series the ones with the uh, the oreos in their ass the one with the oreo race up there, the <laughs> chocolate cookie get, the, get this man a jock strap <laughs> gonna have a chocolate cookie race uh we have episode one on the uh on the podcast, you can check that out first. So basically, in this episode, Denise, uh, Craig's girlfriend, everyone knows Craig Shiloh. I guess I'm gonna start talking like you know what the show is. <laughs> I, if I have to explain it every episode, it'll be horrendous. <laughs> uh, so Craig's girlfriend, he's going out of town to meet her sister, and uh, they're not hooking up at all. Like she's she wants to be celibate until they're married, and his balls are so fucking heavy. <laughs> like you can just see it, the bulge in his fucking just from his fucking jeans. Like they, they, you can see a vibrate from the fucking pain of blue balls. Yes, but she doesn't though, didn't she? Hook up with the two. She hooked up with two fucking chicks that the booster set for Craig as a a welcoming part uh, gift yeah. to the college. Like two awesome. Then they got she she tossed them out when they first showed up, and she broke one of their noses. And then at the end of the episode, she had both of them back just for her, having them, <laughs> having both of them strip in front of her, and she banged both of them while Craig was fucking hauling ass with a chocolate cookie up his asshole, <laughs> trying to win a race, so he didn't have to eat it. If he lost a race, he had to eat that chocolate cookie. It was an Oreo, and if you ever had an Oreo between your butt cheeks, it gets real flat. <laughs> you ever seen a really flat Oreo, just wet and flat? You'll see it there. <laughs> So she's going out of town and she's like, it's funny because Craig is like, he he follows that line of uh, what she says. Right. She, she says, well, no, I guess not, because here's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Why the fuck did I say that? <laughs> so no banging, no nothing. So she gives him a promise ring to wear while she's gone that her grandfather owned. That you, don't you lose this promise ring. And I, you read the title or you heard the title. So there you go. So she leaves. Uh, it cuts to them being right after the game. Uh, they, they had just won this big game. Fucking Craig got like 222 all-purpose yards and two touchdowns. <laughs> like he is like a star athlete. So they all decide to go to a strip club and uh, celebrate their big victory. So they go and uh, it just fucking they party all night. <laughs> they party all night 
and then the, they party all night and then they, they come out the strip club and it is like broad daylight outside it's oh. like my god is it morning or is it afternoon or like is the sun rising or setting <laughs> like it's just it's like it's so bright outside <laughs> you'll never know how bright the outside can be until you've left like a theater yeah or a strip club or something something dark and dim lit you go outside and it's like a whole different universe <laughs> like you just wake up and all the all your sins are visible for everyone to see like my god <laughs> What have I done? And uh, they're all leaving. They're all fucked up. And uh, Craig's like, "Oh, he's looking. He's checking his pockets. For, checking his, the, the fucking wedding ring, or no, the, the promise ring. He fucking lost the promise ring. And he tries to go right back to the club. But but they they immediately the, the minute they left, they locked the doors. And they're like, we won't be open till six p.m. So they're like, he's like, fuck. Like where could I've lost the uh, the promise ring? And then his friend uh, Moran's like, uh, well. You, where were you keeping your fingers? So he smells his fingers and smells like perfume and stale cigarette. <laughs> and he's like, my God, you lost it up a stripper's vagina. <laughs> so he's like, fuck. Can you imagine just fucking up that bad? That you just lose something up a, a woman's body part? <laughs> so he's, he's like, all right, I'm going to go, go back to the strip club at 6 p.m. I'm going to go find this damn wedding ring or this promise ring and everything. Because Denise comes back that night. So he's got to pick her up at the uh, airport. So if he goes to the strip club first, gets to this promise ring, all will be well. So they go back to the fucking uh, strip club. And uh, Moran's like, he no, uh, Craig's like, well, how am I going to find this wedding or this promise ring? He's and Moran, Moran's like, I got you covered. And he pulls out a metal detector. One of those fucking wand ones. <laughs> and, and Craig's like, are you fucking serious? Like, do you want that promise ring or not? And he, he, he grabs the fucking metal detector and he just comes nonchalantly going up the strip and going <laughs> up their fucking vagina. <laughs> Of course, you don't know. They, they can have fucking those piercings. And what, I mean, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> so, uh, and, and uh, he get, he gets to one stripper and she's like, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, ah, I lost my promise ring. I think I lost it up one of these women's uh, uh, vaginas. They're trying to be all, he's, he's, trying, he's trying, not trying to say it, right? And she's like, uh, well, up there, pussy. And I'm like, God damn. <laughs> So she's like, have you tried the lost and found? He's like, oh, the lost, Moran, the lost and found. Moran's like, yeah, I knew about the lost and found. I just wanted to use this metal detector and watch you use it first. <laughs> so they go check the lost and found and they dump out this whole box of stuff, right? Wallets, cell phone, keys, right? And he's like, uh, you lose it? Like, you pick this stuff up? Where do you find this? Like, in the VIP room? The, the woman's like, no, up our vaginas. It's like, up our pussies. I'm like, God damn, you have a whole fucking cell phone. It's lost up your fucking crack? What the fuck? <laughs> So uh, they dig around, and it's not there. Fucking promise ring is still not there. So earlier in the episode, Sammy, uh, Moran's friend, who's now Craig's friend, he he got lent thirty dollars by Craig to to get a, like a, a special VIP treatment with the strippers. And uh, Craig's like, "Oh, no problem. The less money I have, the more the less trouble I'll get into." And uh, so Sammy's like, well, you gave me $30, so now I owe you one. So don't you worry, I'm going to fix everything. And he fucking dips. And then Moran's like, damn, you'd never give Sammy any money, ever. So Sammy wants to pay back Craig the $30. So what does he do? He decides to stage a fucking robbery at De Denise and Craig's fucking dorm room. And he fucking trashes the whole fucking place. He trashes the place, right? To make it seem like the promise room was stolen. Right. Trashes that fucking, steals the TV, his clothes. He puts on the wall $30 paid back in full. You're welcome. 
For, I don't know why he decided to write. He's <laughs> fucking incriminating. <laughs> and then he took a dump on the coffee table. And he's like, so Sammy and Moran and Craig and Denise, they all get to the fucking uh, dorm, uh, the dorm room. And it's all fucking trash. The police are there. And um, De- Denise is like, there's fucking shit on the coffee table. And then she starts looking closer and like, is that your promise ring? And you look down. It pans down. And the promise ring is in the Sammy's shit. So then you realize that Sammy being at the club, he had eaten out the woman that had the ring up her, and he swallowed it. So he's like, and he ate it, and he without even noting, how the fuck do you eat a without? How the fuck you drunk son of a bitch? (laughs) You would have choked on that, but he fucking gobbled or he shoved it up his ass. No, well, (laughs) who knows what them what they get into? No, because yeah, we would have had to, you know. He wouldn't. Have, he didn't know he had it. And they, the, the, why would the woman put it up his asshole? He had to have eaten it. That would be the, because that's the only thing that would make logical. Because the, the stripper wouldn't know that she had it up there yet. And while Sammy ate her out, he wouldn't know. There'd be no way he just shove it up his ass. <laughs> that would make no sense. I'm gonna go with the logical one and say that he <laughs> ate her out, and he just, <coughs> damn girl, and it went right back to it. <coughs> what is that? That's all right. All right. It went right back to town. <laughs> That's every guy does that. It's a hair, no problem. <laughs> but get back on that. If you're a true guy, you, you'll go. She could queef in your face. No, don't worry. Let me get back on it. Let me get some oxygen first. I'll get right back to work. <laughs> don't you worry. I'll get right back on it. So, uh, hey man, you men, we men have to be troopers. Let's go. When in doubt, eat her out. <laughs> so that's how you find. That's how they find them. And Denise makes him put the fucking wedding, the promise ring, back on, oh. covered in shit. The, there's a fucking oh. police officer, right? Who's probably seen horrific crime. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> Like he's about to fucking vomit. <laughs> I would too. <laughs> so fucking, he didn't even get to clean it. He just put it straight on, covered in shit. Ew. Yeah, that's the funniest part. <laughs> Been watching. No, he's just like, a, and Denise is like, "There you go. Don't you ever take that off again. I'll break your fucking fingers." <laughs> or she, she doesn't say that, but that's how she fucking imbues her energy. Yeah. So that's that's Craig's story. That's the main storyline of the episode. So we have a epi- uh, the uh, B plot is uh, Moran. Uh, his uh, in the at the uh, fucking park in the dormitory, the quad, I guess they call it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, I've never been to college. I'm a loser. And uh, <laughs> hey, look at the bright side. You at least don't owe a hundred thousand dollars. So well, yeah, there is a bright side. You gotta look at the silver lining. <laughs> <laughs> and he sees this girl walking, and he's like, he just like it just hits him right. Like every guy, you you, you see, it's, it's, we all have our types, right? Mm-hmm. You don't know why. And you're just like that's that's the one right there. I don't know why. <laughs> like it could be like you could have a a, a like a, a, a like a, a drop t- uh, ten model, right? Like she's a, a ten, they say, in in the fucking world. And you're like you don't even you just see past her, right? To the nerdy girl with glasses, like that girl's got some glasses on, got in her fucking hairs, and that one strand of hair is coming down. Her, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like every guy, right? There's a one. We're not a one. It's just like we all we. No, there is. It's a type. Like there's that one thing that draws you in. 
Yeah, like, but it could be any type of girl. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, she could be a redhead or blonde, mm-hmm. whatever. It's just like something about, like, you just feel it, right? Damn. I need to get laid. <laughs> anyway, so he sees a chick and he's like, oh, shit. And he goes up to talk to her, right? And fucking lo and behold, Thad, the fucking uh, linebacker who's like the kind of like the, the bully of the team, but he's so funny that you love him. Yeah. He's like, uh, stay away from my, that's my half sister, Moran. You stay the hell away from her. Like, uh, it says his half, his half sister, uh, uh, Alma from Bosnia. Like his dad, when his dad was in Bosnia, he had an affair and he had a half sister. <laughs> like his dad's a war hero in Bosnia. I think that's supposed to be some jab at some war crimes or something. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, he's got a half sister named Alma. And Moran's like all about that because it's it's dad's half sister. And Moran and uh, dad's like, you stay away from my sister or you'll be, you, you won't get to live to regret it. So uh, he tries to keep him apart, but Moran is able to get her phone number on his phone. And he said that we can hang out on Saturday. She's like, yeah, Saturday. She doesn't speak English. She barely, like whatever words, barely come out of her mouth. And she inv- he invites her to the strip club that Saturday night where they're all at, at the, after, the, after the game. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that is a regular at that strip club. He goes in, he he, cover, he passes the whole line. He doesn't have to wait in line. He knows the fucking bouncer. Like, what's up, T? And uh, what's up, Dad? Come on in. And they, they put, they, there's no table at the, at the, uh, the stage, right? They all put a table there, the, the fucking workers, when Dad gets there. Like, as he's walking toward it, they're fucking setting the table up. He knows all the strippers' names. He's a fucking, like, how's it going, Lotus? Uh, Chrysler? Leela? Chardonnay? Sable? Absinthe? Tolerance, nutmeg. What's up, Trixie? Like everything. Like God dang. So the sad thing is, so Alma comes in and they're like, oh, Alma, no, no. Look like, what the hell you doing, Moran? You can't put it in this disgusting place of filth. <laughs> just, just going off, and he fucking takes his sister away. It's like we're leaving, Alma. Bad. He talks to her like a fucking like an animal, like, like a, a dog. dog. Yeah. <laughs> So dad, dad flips out, takes his sister away, and the next day, uh, during practice, uh, right before there's, uh, Craig was supposed to go back to check the, uh, uh, look for his promise ring, Miranda, Moran sees uh, Alma again sitting by at the bench. He goes up and he wants to apologize for taking her to the strip club. He felt, but she's like, she wants to go back to the strip club again. <laughs> like she's like, like you want to go to the strip club? And she's like, yeah, strip club. And uh, so he's like, all right. And then fucking dad from across the hall, the, the fucking uh, field's like, Alma, no, dirty, no. <laughs> Trying his hardest to keep him away from Moran. <laughs> so uh, she goes, she, she, they go back to the strip club. And while Moran, Craig, and Sammy were looking for the promise ring, she fucking starts, gets, gets up and dances. Now she's making money. And Moran's like, well, I fucked that one up. Fuck. So uh, she's now a stripper at that strip club. So then that Thad comes in to uh again that night, right? To his his usual uh doings. Yeah. And when he gets there, he sees the new girl wearing a wig, and he's like, Oh, who's the new girl? I got a boner already. Come on, girl, give me a lap dance. And of course she turns around and is all mine. I was like, uh, Thad's like <laughs> fucking has a heart attack. And he's like, damn it, Moran, this is what Moran's fault. So he fucking bolts out of the fucking, he bolts out of the fucking strip club. And he goes after, uh, he goes to look for Moran at his dorm. And he's like, open up the door, uh, the, the door, Moran, I know you're in there. And he kicks it in, right? And he just walks in. But Moran's, 
at the fucking uh, burglary uh, at uh, Craig's. So then the cops get a fucking call saying there's another burglary at 107. And Moran's like, Moran and Sam are like, wait, that's our dorm room. So they go back to the door. They, they're walking the hallway to go back. To, it's in the same building to go to their dorm. And then Thad runs past the two cops, Sammy and Moran. And he he, he walks past Moran's like, you don't mess with the man's family, Moran. Sucky. And he fucking leaves. And they go to the dorm room. The dorm room is, their dorm room is trash. Not only is it trash, he took a shit on the coffee table. <laughs> Same time. Yeah, he took that. He's like, Sammy's like, that's a copycat burglar for sure. <laughs> So uh, I'm surprised he didn't beat his ass, but he's like twice his size. That is a massive man. And instead, he took a he just wrecked his fucking uh, little apartment room and he took a dump. He took a, everyone's like ready to take a dump, <laughs> like immediately on a coffee table. I'm just on on command. On, yeah, like I couldn't take a shit on command, or could I? <laughs> so that was the B plot of uh, all uh, Blue Mountain State. Just Moran ruined a woman's. Well, I guess I mean you, I don't want to say he ruined her life. Like if she wants to be a stripper, by all means, they make a fucking billion dollars practice. They make a lot of money. I wish I could be a stripper. Like who who, who wants it, ladies? I got it. I got it all. It'd be like fluffy. The law says you cannot touch, but I see a lot of lawbreakers out there. That's from Magic Mike. Yes, I've seen Magic Mike. <laughs> The law says you cannot touch, but I see a lot of lawbreakers out there. <laughs> I love that line. <laughs> I told you I'm a dialogue whore. I love me some good dialogue. And the sad thing is, I can tell just by the voice who it is. Who do you think it is? Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> yeah. I see a lot of lawbreakers out there. <laughs> I wish that was my ringtone. I see a lot of lawbreakers out there. That's sad that he's got such a, a, a unique yeah. voice, like a speaking pattern. It's like you know it instantly. It's like you can never see a movie and just know who it is. Oh, uh, that's a good movie. Uh, a lot of men dancing though. It's not, yeah, my, not, 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 it's not really. my thing, but I don't mind. It's all the same to me. So that that is uh, episode two of Blue Mountain State. Don't you worry, I'll be doing more of these episodes. It sounds extremely hilarious. Episode three is called Pocket Pussy. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you'll see. You'll know eventually what the fuck happens on that. It is fucking horrific what happens. By the way, I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. All of you. All of you. Each way, every single one of you, huh? You'll know what I mean. I'll do it. I'll do it next week. Cool. Cool. Fucking nasty motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it was that. That's the episode that turned the. That's that's the to me. That's the episode that hit the that hit the stride. Yeah. Like that's when you knew it was a hit. It was episode three. First the title. Yeah. And then it, what happened? And then you're like, man, you nasty sons of bitches. <laughs> the same one, you sick motherfuckers. <laughs> Uh, see the thing is, is that I before this I had never even heard of it. It's a, it's a gem. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, like, especially on Tubi. Mm-hmm. There's just a, I once saw a, a, an adult video with all all the all the good bits cut out. So it was like 40 minutes long, and I'm like, this is really <laughs> this doesn't make any fucking sense at all. <laughs> like they cut out all the good stuff, right? And you're just sitting there like, this plot is real weak for some reason. <laughs> And I like halfway through, I'm like, wait a minute, this is an adult movie, isn't it? Like one of those softcore ones, right? Yeah. It was so short 
I think they combined two different. They did one like it was like sci-fi, right? It's like sci-fi stuff. Like, oh, we crashed down on this planet. We had to figure out how to avoid evade the evil empress from a different <laughs> galactic empire, right? Yeah. And then the other one, this chick's trying to figure out this this how to make better dildos, and they never intersected. But the the lines keep cutting into each other. The 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 scenes. I'm like, this is two different fucking softcore movies they put together with no adult content so i'm just like what the fuck is happening there's nothing happening why are these two, these the, the 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 two characters the, the character from each is different uh movie mm-hmm. never intersected so there was two different movies like legit and i'm like what why did you what is it what i'm like what 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 it's like if it was a cowboy and a fucking uh modern movie yeah like in one movie they're riding horses and then the, they cuts to the some per- person like going to work in a car and then it goes back to them in the fucking uh in the in the out the west right yeah and then it goes back to like her going to the office and then it goes back to them uh having a shootout you're like what the fuck is happening <laughs> <laughs> the sex parts tied together i know i don't know maybe <laughs> actually they took them all out <laughs> You will find them. They are infinitely funny when there's no actual adult stuff. You're like, oh, this is because you don't. There's nothing you're looking forward to. Yeah, you're watching for it for what it is, and it's like this is mildly entertaining. <laughs> you're gonna have to do a couple of episodes sometime where it's like this was the plot without the sex. <laughs> yeah, and it, some of them are real bad. You can just tell like this was just it was set up for for that. Yeah, but there's and they're all on Tubi is where I've seen them, and I'm like, man, they they're real odd without the, the other stuff. <laughs> Like, there's nowhere to go with them, is what I'm saying. Yeah, they, they, they just go to that one point. Every scene is for the adult stuff because most people are done after. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just like watching like an hour of like nothing. I'm like, what the fuck? How did? And like, there's no nudity either. So you're just like, man, this is boring. <laughs> Where's the teddies at? <laughs> yeah, they're funny though. Yeah, yeah. especially that one I just talked about. Because it's it's I I it is two different fucking softcore movies, and they fucking put them together because they're, they're they're both too short apparently, and they don't make any fucking sense. They do not make they do not. If I've ever if you've ever wanted to see a movie not make any hundred uh, percent no sense, it is that one. It's like it does not make any sense. It was bothering you. One is sci-fi and one is like slice of life, and I'm like they they don't intersect at all, because it's like there's two actual different movies. Why did he put two movies in one movie? Originally, it was a box set. I guess it's driving me fucking crazy. It's like called Femalian or something. Yeah, Fem Alien. Yeah, Fem Alien Starlight Saga. It's got uh, the adult star Kira Noor on the cover. She's like, bam, looking sexy as fuck. But in in the movie, she's like from back when she first started. So she's changed a bit, you know. They get more attractive when they have more confidence. I would say. <laughs> you, you, I mean, you end up on camera enough. You have to, you know, you start realizing what you need to work on. Yeah. To look yeah. better. Yeah. You don't want to look worse. <laughs> the first, <further> um, <laughs> like crack cocaine got me. <laughs> There's been a couple of actors though where it's like they just kind of went downhill. Oh uh, well, I don't know. Like, it'd be hard to like if like well, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to body shame anybody. I will. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Feel, I don't feel that well about doing it to people. Uh, just tell me the name secretly. I'll tell everybody. No, it's not nobody. Actually, I'm just saying I don't want to body shame at all. Like uh, if uh, hey, fat people like myself, we know we're fat. Okay. 
Man, when you when you roll your R's like you're bacon biscuits, you can tell we're family. <laughs> when you got them beaters. I want me a big piece of banana bread. <laughs> your jowls just move. <laughs> I'm so fat, I can't even tie my shoelaces. I can't bend over anymore. <laughs> I gotta wear them slip on. <laughs> it's gotta be the kind that you slide into, too. <laughs> now, if they move even a little bit, I'm fucked for the whole day. I gotta wear sandals. No, but I always, I always like to uh, respect people's bodies, uh, so I never say anything mean. I was, I, so as I, a fellow fat, I can talk about fat. We're good. <laughs> but I'm just saying that you can tell the the adults. I guess it's how much of a pervert I am <laughs> from her early days to her now. I, I've seen a hundred all every single one of her scenes. But no, I just know her from uh, movie. <laughs> Uh, but uh, you're gonna be doing these more in the future. Uh, Blue Mountain State, mm-hmm. yeah, the whole series. Cool, little by little, like all uh, South Park, Blue Mountain State. Uh, I like to keep make sure I finish everything. Yeah, Inu Yasha. <laughs> I gotta give I, the last one I did on that one is horrendous. <laughs> I gotta do uh, the one again that got cut short. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we didn't finish that. Well, what was it? His my favorite line of his. My name is Eula. I'm nobody's bitch. You are mine. My name is Eula. I'm nobody's bitch. You, Jet Li has always had like a a decent English uh, or English uh, pronunciation uh, talking mm-hmm. English. How do I what's the word to, to define it? Alliteration. Uh, just an English uh, vocabulary, I guess. Like he's you understand what he's saying. You right. like like Jackie Chan, right? Mm-hmm. But when when he delivered. A serviceable English uh, talking, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's not the best way to say it. I didn't get to build up my vocabulary. But that line from the one is his greatest line of any movie. Because he it's it sounded like he like he like he it felt fe- it. It felt real like I'm nobody's bitch. Like, like I'm nobody's bitch. I'm like that came out of like an a, a Oscar winning act. I'm nobody's bitch. It came from a true play. Yeah. My name is Yula. I'm nobody's bitch. Like it just it's like it, it rolls off with such a good accent for like you like it doesn't even sound like it's Jet Li. Yeah. I'm like, man, Jet Li, you're nobody's <laughs> bitch. He's been telling this bit to people for years. <laughs> Cause like you, you hear him in other movies, right? And like they always have like a more like a, a shy talking because of yeah, the, it's yeah. not it's but like man, he delivered that shit. <laughs> like it was fucking from, I, from the gut. Yeah. <laughs> So every once in a while, I'd be like, I'm nobody's bitch. It's like a dog or something. The dog's like, fuck, you ain't nobody's bitch, yo. <laughs> I'd be freaked out. Like, oh, fuck. So the homeless person on the corner is like, I'm nobody's bitch. And he's like, you are mine. And I'm like, oh, you know the movie too. <laughs> and then he's like, I lived it. And then he fucking drags me into the fucking alley and throws me through a portal. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> he is the one. That's your turn to <laughs> What were you talking about? A Blue Mountain State. Oh yeah, give me a hell, give me a yeah. <laughs> That's the theme song. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we'll be we'll be uh, checking it out, or I'll be recover. Next week is another one, and then probably move to something else. Yeah, come back to you know do it here and there. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Anything else to add before we head on out? Um. Hey, Kira Noir, can you tell us why those two movies are mashed together like that? I would actually love to know. <laughs> 
<laughs> because it, in a story storyteller perspective, it is driving me in fucking sand. I wake up at night like it's not the same movies. <laughs> <laughs> I would really love to know why. Hey, if anybody knows, Knights of Entertainment Podcast at gmail.com. Well, specifically Cure Noir. <laughs> nah. I don't want to be those fucking creeps that always try to hit on uh, porn stars. They are real people, people. They don't just want to bang you just because. Come on now. Just because you see their, uh, everything about them? Yeah, before. does not mean they're not th- uh, fully fleshed out human beings. They're, you know, always be respectful. All right. And with that, I wouldn't show my booty hole out there. That's a lot of respect <laughs> for me. No one, no, no one wants to see this. <laughs> Look at this. Look, I'm suffering. <laughs> no one wants to see this. I just fucking break down. You start crying. <laughs> Post the, the breakdown on OnlyFans <laughs> with my zero followers. <laughs> Only my mom follows me on OnlyFans, and that'd be creepy as fuck. <laughs> she did just for sympathy? Oh, God, that'd be gross. <laughs> well, that's that. Cool. All right. We will see you guys on the next one. Pocket pussy.